Hello, and welcome to Talking Sports with TK. I am Tommy Chrysan. Glad to be here. Glad to have you there. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Please share it with your friends. This episode, your LSU football weekly update brought to you by Tremonti's Meat and Seafood in Baton Rouge. We'll recap LSU's loss to Alabama last week, 55-17. to Preview the matchup in Gainesville against the Florida Gators. Got some comments from Coach Orgeron. Of course, Eric Gilbert has opted out for the rest of the season. We got some statistics, some roster information for you that's important. And as always, we've got some numbers for you pertaining to LSU football. And I don't forget Tremonti's Meat and Seafood. They've got gift cards available. Tremendous liquor prices and sales right now, including Buffalo Trace whiskey for $19.99 a bottle. Decoy Cabernet Sauvignon, many other wine specials. Tremonti's can handle all of your catering needs during the holidays, small party or big party, it doesn't matter. And you'll have to soon be getting your Christmas orders in, prime rib, brisket, turkey, ham, all the side dishes. Follow Tremonti's Meat and Seafood on Facebook and Instagram or go to Tremonti's.com. Mike and his staff do a great job and they'll be happy to help you with anything you need, whether it's the daily lunch special or catering for a big, big party. Tremonti's Meat and Seafood. Hey, don't forget to connect with me on social media. I'm happy to do that. Tommy Chrysan, K-R-Y-S-A-N, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Talking Sports with TK has its own Facebook and Instagram account. We're going to listen to a message from Anchor, our host for the podcast. Then we'll come back with your LSU football weekly updates. Some very important stuff. And I've got some hard-hitting opinions and comments all about LSU football right after this pause. Brought to you by Tremonti's Meat and Seafood. Talking sports with TK. Stay tuned. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next? Last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. We continue with Talking Sports with TK. I am Tommy Chrysan, your LSU football weekly update, brought to you by Tremonti's Meat and Seafood. Let's start with the news of the week. Freshman tight end Eric Gilbert, who was doing well for the Tigers, met with Coach Orsron on Tuesday, told him he was going to opt out. Homesick, body was aching. I don't know if I'm going with all that. There's rumors he's transferring to the University of Georgia. He is from the state of Georgia, but that's a rumor. We'll play it out. We'll let's see what happens with all of that. Coach Orgeron on his Monday presses thought his team played hard against Alabama. You know what? I, I don't buy that. You're supposed to play hard. You play football for LSU. You play football in the SEC. You're supposed to play hard. Defensive scheme not working, Coach O says. We've been hearing that every week. Got to make adjustments. Got to make changes. Got to simplify. It's not happening. Yeah, they played a little better against A&M and Arkansas defensively, but Alabama could have scored 100 if they wanted to. After the game on Monday, Coach O says, we should have had Stingley on the Alabama wide receiver Smith more than we did. Oh, why didn't you make the change? Why didn't you make the adjustment? Football is a game of adjustments. Anyway... What a difference a year makes. I said this on the Sports Shorts Daily video I shoot with Ronnie Rance twice a week. I said last year, LSU got on an airplane, flew to Tuscaloosa. Everybody on that plane thought they were going to win that football game, and they did. 
There were six-point underdogs. They won. A year later, they run out of the locker room in Tiger Stadium last Saturday, 29 or 30-point underdogs to Alabama, and I don't believe there was a player or a coach that thought they were going to win that game. What a difference a year makes. It's all between the ears. It's mental. The locker room is fractured despite Coach O saying it's not. I believe that it is. There's problems. Another thing Coach talked about on the Monday presser, that every Monday morning they have a roster management meeting. They go over the roster, all the positions, the depth chart, the cl- uh, underclassmen, the, you know who's coming back, this, that, and the other. That's, that's now the most important meeting in LSU football. Roster management. They're down to, I think, 61 scholarship players. 61. You can only sign 25 a year, and I think LSU has imposed some sanctions, self-imposed some sanctions due to some recruiting stuff, and I don't think they can go to 25 this year, and that hadn't even been approved by the NCAA yet. It could be more significant. You can't compete in the SEC with 61 scholarship players, and you're going to have to look to junior college transfers, but is that a Band-Aid or is that a permanent fix? Wow, it's a mess. They've only got one offensive lineman committed to the recruiting class. Now, the early signing period is only a couple of weeks away. They've got to work on roster management. That's the most important thing for LSU football right now by far. Yeah, they got to play Florida. They're going to get beat Saturday in Gainesville. Scheduled to play Ole Miss on the 19th. If that happens, who knows who's going to win that game? Probably Ole Miss. Ole Miss will probably be a favorite in Tiger Stadium. But back to what I said, you got to have the most important meeting of the week. Maybe they need more than one a week. Roster management, that's what's important now. you got to get football players in here or you're going to fall so far behind in the SEC West. A&M has gotten better. You know, you always got Alabama, Auburn, Arkansas. It looks like they're a little better under Coach Sam Pittman. Mississippi State, Ole Miss, we'll see. But LSU spinning its wheels, okay? How can you end up in this spot? And then you got Eric Gilbert who opts out and is probably not going to return to LSU. Ed Orgeron's keeping that door open, but I don't think he's going to return. This football program is a mess after only the, the glorious year, the great year they had last year. It's a mess. You got two football games left and a possible bowl game. NCAA changed the rules. No matter what the record, anybody can go to a bowl game. Athletic director Scott Woodward says they're going to go to a bowl game in all likelihood. They'll make that decision when you get there. Personally, TK thinks you should accept a bowl invite and go play the game because you get those practices and you get that game that these young players need. Uh, 33 of the 55 players that played against Alabama were either freshmen or sophomores. They need those practices for the bowl game. I think you got to go. Also, I think there's going to be significant coach changes on the staff once the season's over, whether that's after the Ole Miss game, before the bowl or after the bowl. I don't think Bo Pelini will be back. I don't. I know there's financial things here. Can they afford to fire him? Well, I ask, can you afford not to fire him? There's also going to be some other changes on the coaching staff. That's what I believe. We'll wait and see on that. It's it's crazy that we sit here in December of 2020 and in December of 2019. Think of the difference in LSU football. Yeah, the pandemic hit, but this is much deeper than that. Wow, it's amazing. But Coach O says, hey, we built a championship team before we can do it again. Time will tell. I don't think Coach O is going anywhere. I did have somebody say, do you think they'd fire Coach O? 
I don't think so. I don't see that happening. Now, we kind of recapped the LSU-Bama game. That was Bama all the way. Name that score. Could have scored 100 if they wanted. End up winning 55-17. to 17. Now LSU heads down to Florida. The Gators are 8-1, and one, ranked 6th in the country and in the playoff poll. Dan Mullins, their head coach. LSU 3-5. and five. It's the 6th and final road game of the season for LSU. Again, 6 o'clock kick on ESPN is how you can watch that game. The Tigers have won 7 of the last 10 against Florida including 42-28 to 28 last year in Tiger Stadium. The teams have split the last 10 meetings in Gainesville. The average margin of victory in the last five games between the teams in Gainesville is only five points. It's a rivalry, uh, not for Florida, but for LSU. It's their permanent East Division opponent, and it's always a, a, an interesting game with exciting storylines. And we'll, I don't think this week will be any different. However, Florida's going to crush them. Florida's a 23 or 24-point favorite. I think it's going to be name that score. Young players, I mentioned that. We'll talk about that again in a minute. Here's some uh, individual stuff for you on LSU football. LSU's two freshmen Two freshman quarterbacks, T.J. Finley and Max Johnson, have combined to complete 120 of 203 passes for just over 1,300 yards and seven touchdowns. Running back-wise, Ty Davis-Price and John Emery lead the way. Emery had a good game against Alabama. I really, since day one, I thought that guy should get the football more, but hey. What do I know? Wide receivers, now that you've had the opt-out by Eric Gilbert, followed up uh, last week's Terrace Marshall opt-out. Kayshawn Butte and Jeray Jenkins are leading the team. Not big numbers, so about 300 yards receiving each. Butte's a true freshman as he had eight catches for 111 yards against Alabama. Defensively, LSU has done well on third down conversions. They're third in the SEC uh, against uh, holding teams on that third down conversion. That's always a big stat. Safety Jacoby Stevenson, Stevens and linebacker Damone Clark lead the Tigers in tackles with 50 each. Clark had 13 tackles against Alabama. The defensive leaders also include Jabril Cox, who has 45 tackles, and Micah Baskerville, who has come on and now has 44 tackles. Defensive end Ali Gay ranks number two in the SEC in tackles for loss with nine and a half. Defensive ends B.J. Ojolari and Andre Anthony ranked number 10 in the SEC. They each have four sacks. Cornerback Eli Ricks leads the Tigers and ranks number two in the SEC with interceptions. He has a total of three. Place kicker Cade York, 11 of 14 on field goals with seven of those coming from 40-plus. Hey, the old guy, punter, Zach Von Rosenberg, ranks number seven in the SEC in punting average at 44 yards. And he leads the league in punts down inside the 20. That's also a huge stat. As a team, LSU ranks number two in the SEC in net punting. Now, I've always got four numbers for you. We got them again. One I already referenced earlier in the podcast. 33. That's my first number to look at today. 33 of the 55 players that saw action against Alabama, 33 were either freshmen or sophomores. Next number, five. That's the number of true freshmen who have started at least one game for LSU this year. 19 is the number of true freshmen that have seen action for LSU through the first eight games. Again, their record is three and five. And our final number, 27. Straight games that LSU has had at least one passing touchdown now totals 27. Of course, they lost for the first time under Coach O back-to-back games when Alabama did beat them in Tiger Stadium and 
I got a feeling they're going to lose again to Florida. Ole Miss, we'll talk about that, that next week in our weekly update. But again, the most important thing for LSU now is roster management. Only 61 scholarship players. You can have 85. You know that. They're not going to get to 85 by next spring if there is spring practice, and we hope there is. But they got some serious stuff to do. Offensive line, you're going to have to get some JUCO transfers. You're going to have to go into the transfer portal. Don't forget those NCAA sanctions are kind of hanging over the top. And I do think there will be coaching staff changes. And I'll say it, I don't think Bo Pelini's back next year. That's just my opinion. I Certainly I could be wrong, but that is my opinion. What a difference a year makes. This LSU football program, wow. You know, I don't know if it's the end of the world and LSU football is never going to be relevant again. But Coach Orgeron, it falls on his desk, okay, and his staff, his recruiting. Recruit, recruit, recruit. Develop players, develop players. That is needed more than ever at LSU. Bolster that roster. Get some depth like you had when you won a national championship in 2019 with perhaps the greatest college football team ever. Hey, that's going to do it for this week's LSU football update. Please share this podcast with all of your friends. Again, it's brought to you by Tremonti's Meat and Seafood in Baton Rouge. Connect with them on Facebook and Instagram, Tremonti's Meat and Seafood. Also, connect with me, Tommy Chrysan, K-R-Y-S-A-N, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Talking Sports with TK has its own Facebook and Instagram uh accounts as well hey you're going to want to listen to the coon ass and the redneck anthony gallo and i with our college football picks coming at you this friday anthony went three and oh last year he's up to 57 percent on the year hey i went two and one last year i'm 60 percent on the year i'll put anthony and i's 57 and 60 percent winning picks up against anybody in the country of course, we'll have Trey Blossman's NCAA and NFL picks on Thursday for you, all a part of Talking Sports with TK. Please share the podcast, connect with me on social media, let other people know about it, and don't forget Tremonti's Meat and Seafood in Baton Rouge. We'll talk to you again real soon. Thank you for listening to Talking Sports with TK. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com.